0: I just wanna thank me for doing it when nobody made me For doing it while nobody pays me They can call it crazy, but they don't see it daily And I've been finding ways, don't give a damn if you hating it's really secretly waiting to see what I do next It feels like a huge flex, I'm reaching my two chests Never feel too pressed to depressed, please miss me With any and all negative energy, ooh
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off-Topic. Today, I'm with Carlos Mojica, co-host and co-owner of Opinionated Media. We got Meeks, Sebastian Battle, you know, founders, co-owners, Final Few, More Income, which we'll talk about later in the podcast, but long overdue, probably like three years overdue. I mean, y'all been there since the beginning, vice versa, and it's cool to finally bring it all together, see where we're all at, and ready to hear y'all's journey. Definitely more interesting stuff because I mean, we obviously talk about stuff, but more of the details of things and the nuances and all that. But
2: without further deal, let Carlos jump it off as always. You text me earlier, like it's finally here, or whatever you said. And yeah. I was like, I meant to uh, uh, I text you back indeed, but in my head, I was like, eh, it's better this way, just a lot more has happened, a lot more has been established. And it's sometimes the stuff that you don't want to wait on is better to wait. And I feel like this was one of them, um, for but sure. yeah uh is your do you, is your name meeks or is it
0: so my name is demarcus last DeMarcus. Name is Meeks. i go by meeks DeMarcus. meeks the, oh, okay the
3: demarcus meeks oh okay for sure. yeah go, DeMarcus meeks, <laughs> for sure uh but thank y'all
2: again for taking time out your day, especially you yeah came all for from sure. Dallas. appreciate that bro um so appreciate you appreciate you um but just tell us a bit <laughs> about yourself i don't know who wants to go first and we go way back uh Know a little bit about you, but not too much, but whoever wants to go first, just let us know a little bit about yourselves.
3: Well, I went to school with you good folks. Always been a Bloogerville native, more or less, you know, Round Rock, you know, a little bit of Austin, you know what I'm saying? But Bloogerville for the most part, play sports, a um, lot of video games. Growing up, that was kind of what my life focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, friends, outside, back when we were actually outside and not just sit on the phones and the computers and stuff. Um, But yeah, I always grew up in Pflugerville. Went to Windermere with this fool for a brief second. He decided to go the uh, Harmony route. (laughs) (laughs) Charter school kid, you know what I'm saying? Um, But yeah, Windermere through and through. Went to Pflugerville, played football there. Basketball track, middle school. And then high school, well, I played uh, baseball with you we are like... In, yeah, I think that was 6th, 7th grade. Um, something like that. Yeah, on the, uh, the Pflugerville Summer. Uh,
2: so, w- we were... I think when we first played... No.
3: It wasn't Mojo. It, it wasn't Mojo. It was, it was, was the Fugitives. The Fugitives. The Fugitives. Hey, that's yeah. a fire name. Those, the Fugitives.
2: And Low they spelled key. it PF. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the few, those jerseys were tough. The, the Sunday ones the, with yeah, the, the no, button up. No, no, no. yeah. Bro,
3: them joints were clean. Them those were I'll fire. I probably have mine somewhere
2: in I the have my, my, I, my parents. Yeah. I have mine still. Your parents? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
3: met you there. I reconnected with Cam... Um, I remember just one time going over to, uh, I don't remember if I reconnected with you in eighth grade at Key's birthday, or if it was, I know one time we went over to the neighborhood at Springbrook and we played like, like basketball. Yeah, we definitely
1: did that. You know, like you said, sports in the street. And then definitely like the most vivid memory is me, you, Key, Sylvia. Tom. We pulled an all-nighter like Bro. at a young age, Bro, and we swam and God. hooped in the same day. Was
3: John there or no? Yeah, John was there John too. John was there. That's yeah, what I that thought. Yeah, we played Search and Destroy like for, for all like, night. all night, and then yeah. we were
1: like, "Let's go swimming," and yeah. then we and we hooped and all in the hooped. same day. Bro, no sleep, <laughs> no
3: sleep, <laughs> like just for no reason. Uh. Yeah, but that yeah that's so that's how we got connected. And then high school, of course, we play football, mm-hmm. we play baseball. Well, you play football too, freshman year. Then you went to Stony Point.
2: So I went to Stony Point my. So sixth grade, I was at uh, Hopewell, which is in Round Rock. Seventh grade, I was at Park Eighth grade, went back to Hopewell. Ninth grade I was at Stony Point. And then sophomore through senior, I was at Flickerville. Okay. So my freshman year, I was at Stony Point.
3: And did you play on JV for football or no?
2: No. I played on JV for baseball. Oh, okay. And then uh, for uh, football as a freshman.
3: Yeah. So yeah, play baseball, um, football with both of you fellas. Pleasure, by the way. Being, being blessed by greatness. And then, uh, yeah, so it, it's funny because in football, the side that I was on for receiver was his side for corner. So we would practice against mm-hmm. each other like every day. All the time. So, you know, still yeah. sharp and steel. Yeah, yeah. Got cool. some fun yeah. bouts. Yeah. There's um, one in the bout. Uh, I think, you know what I'm saying? A little back and forth, you a know? 50-50. A 50-50. Yeah. A little back and hey, forth. Hey, just
1: turn on that Henderson tape. We both went crazy in that game. Yeah,
2: first vibes. pass was to Vives. you, <laughs> It was on. Yeah. 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 yeah what, but didn't y'all say that, though, like during the like first, you already knew that was going to happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. First place, yeah. you knew you were going deep.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, it, it's interesting. I don't want to get too sidetracked. I'm sure yeah. y'all are familiar with the... Uh, Hierarchy of sports over there at Pflugerville. Um, some things <laughs> don't make sense. Like, that was supposed to be my toughest matchup, but that was like the only game that they game planned for me up until that point. So they decided my toughest matchup is when they were going to start throwing me the ball. So, Pflugerville logic. But, anyways, nah, <laughs> um, yeah, and then I uh, graduated, went to Ranger College for two years, two years of hell. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> bruh. That's a whole nother, like, podcast episode. I'll I'll tell those stories later. Uh, That shit made me a man, for real. But (laughs) (laughs) went to Ranger for two years. I think that's when, like, we all got reconnected, like, got even closer because we would play, like, Call of Duty all the time. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: Remastered. Bro. Bro. Bro.
3: Remastered. All we
2: played was remastered. Yep.
3: And that was, I think that was my sophomore year of college. Um, So, yeah, I used to just ranger but i was just staying in the room just playing with you good fellas and then uh yeah so after that transferred to utsa and then that's when i met someone that just changed my life just the goat just someone that's just very knowledgeable very on top of his shit um if you didn't know i'm talking about this guy and he taught me everything i know about just the nuances of sneakership that you would never even think about like looking at the boxes and knowing what color the shoe is by the color code, like the numbers that start out, like that type of stuff. Um, But yeah, at Foot Lockers where I met him, I don't want to go too far past that because then we kind of have a conjoined journey from there. So um, let him kind of take the reins from there.
0: Yeah, so my name is DeMarcus. I grew up in El Paso. Um, After I graduated in high school in El Paso, that's when I did move to San Antonio. At San Antonio while I was going to UTSA. That's when I met Sebastian while working at Foot Locker. Um, through that relationship, this is when we started building uh, More Income was the original name of Final Few. Um, we really wanted to start More Income just to kind of give us how he said, I'm pretty into sneakers, so I wanted kind of an outlet to make some clothes that matches the sneakers that we have and be able to give that to other people that are into the same sneakers but don't always have the clothes. So that's really where Final Few came from too.
2: Cool. Growing up, did you play any sports or anything?
0: Yeah, so I played basketball growing up. I played a little bit of baseball, but not not throughout high school basketball. What position did you play? Point guard.
2: Point guard and baseball?
0: Yeah, baseball. I played third when I was younger, and then I moved to like short. Oh, I had
3: that cannon. Yeah. Hey, this is the, those are those leadership roles. Facts. Point guard and shortstop? You
2: know what I'm saying? It's, um, it's how old were you myself. when you
3: stopped playing baseball?
0: Uh, what was that? 14, 14, 15?
2: So like right your freshman year basically. Yeah, I didn't play baseball in high school. Uh okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I stopped playing baseball eighth grade.
2: Eighth grade? Yeah, for basketball. Nah, you like you. Look, that's how, that's how it was for football. I like baseball more than I like football, so I was like I'm kind of done playing football. this went straight Looking baseball. Back
0: now, baseball for sure. I mean, granted I'm like five six. It's okay. There's, I'm right there with you. There's more opportunity okay. being five. I'm right there with you. Baseball. Than Our five, team was pretty
2: six, short. Five, I would say.
0: So. At Flugerville.
2: Yeah, especially the pitchers.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Steven played shortstop, my pitchers were shorter. Yeah, I uh, uh,
2: Jake was catching. Ah, facts. Zerati was at third. Oh, yeah. Eric was at first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they're not very, I mean, y'all were, y'all were probably yeah. tallest in the tall, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, Patrick, and Mikey, and Mikey. all six yeah. foot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, we were, man. Yeah, we were, we were good. Yeah, we were, we were good. nasty. Goddamn, Oak Ridge.
3: We ran into a buzzsaw, bro. Oh we literally ran into Gatorade Player of the Year type of type of team. And still, hey, still gave 'em a run for their money though. Oh, yeah, it wasn't sweet. It was not sweet. They had to come earn it. And then if we had won, we'd have we'd have missed out on prom.
1: I remember talking about day. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the same day yeah, we had to play. I yeah. wouldn't have been. I mean,
2: I, some of the people were complaining, but I wouldn't have been mad.
3: No. I don't think anybody would have been mad, really. Like, the people that were actually there trying to, like, win. Yeah. You know, I don't no. think they would have been mad. I would
2: love to, like, you have a chance to go play state championship game. We probably, I don't know if we would have made it, but because we would have played Austin High the next round, mm-hmm. I think we would have beat them.
3: I think if we beat Oak Ridge, we could be anybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then,
3: I mean, that would have been the biggest upset since Flickerville beating Lake Travis. Like, no facts. lie. No lie. That
2: shit was crazy. Because they, they ended up losing to, like, a Dallas team, I think. Yeah, they're like Arlington Martin or something, or Dallas some, something.
3: Which is like more expected. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but I think if we were to beat them, we'll have. Oh, for sure. We, we would have been on a roll. That would yeah. have been
3: all it took.
2: It was crazy too because we almost lost at Hayes. That that was scary. Oh, then yeah. then the Wagner put on that double squeeze. Oh my god! Weren't you on second? I don't know. Or you're on third. No, you're on, I think you're on third. And then Pena was on second because Pena did, he did that because that was the, that oh, was that the was a, sign was for a sign? it. And then he was like, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that was crazy. Hey,
3: that's a ballsy play. For sure. That's that's crazy. That's how we won. Yeah. Yeah. I remember not getting a hit that series. Or I got like <laughs> one hit. I was kind of weak.
2: Was that first pitcher that good? I don't know if you remember it like that.
3: It was a Hispanic dude, right? Yeah. No, it was just- He, he was dodging all up. He was crafty. It wasn't like he was like, like when we faced Lucan, Luke Lucan Luke was- Lucan. Bro, he was, he was slinging that thing. But that guy was like crafty. He was throwing like sliders away, change-ups in, like just stuff you wouldn't be expecting. He kind of kept you on your toes, but nah, it's it's one of those people that if you see him again in a series, like then you pick up on yeah. like his patterns, but-
2: Why were y'all able to hit Durbin and not Lucan?
3: I don't think Durbin was as good. Like he, they threw as hard. Yeah, he threw. I think he threw harder, but I don't know. Something about Luke and he got that dog in him. Like he'll make things happen. I feel like Durbin was just. Do you think it's just like,
2: size-wise? Because like you see Luke and you see Durbin.
3: It was it was intimidating. Like seeing him up on the mound, especially at their their place, it felt like he was right on top of you. And then of course he has the aura on him and everything, so then you have to get used to that. And then I think they dominated us like, ten zero or something. Oh yeah, 11-1 smoked. or something. We got so. smoked. Yeah. It was just one of those games, but at home we're like it's not sweet. You have to come take this. Yeah, so. we
2: got we got smoked. That was bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was like in the first few innings. We, yeah, that yeah, was it. We that made was up for it though. Bad facts. Yeah. Nah, I, I think the lost. I
3: think the umpires hold us well, if I remember correctly.
2: When they're here? At home, like How? I'm.
3: I don't remember. It has something to do with I think um they might have called someone safe or called someone out when they were safe. Like I can't remember the situation, but I remember everybody was mad. I think somebody got like picked off a third or something. For somebody us? Yeah, for us. Or we picked somebody off and they called them safe. It was something like that. But it kind of changed the way the game was going. We were definitely I remember uh I remember being in the dugout, I think. Um, because when I went up to Durban, he was like still complaining about it or whatever because he was the catcher. I don't remember but yeah, they held us. You got to, somebody, hey, somebody fact check this. <laughs> I'll, I'll, the only thing I remember
2: it. is the ground ball to stop going over Eric Eric's hit and next play they bunted and Marcos dropped the ball and then I was oh, kind god, of god, so You yeah. remember the bad stuff. Yeah. No, I remember
3: the refs hoeing us. That's what it was. That's that's the story I'm sticking to. Yeah,
2: no. Um, <laughs> So you'll meet at um, Foot Locker, and you'll just kind of hit it off from there. And then how long until, like, you all work in there, do you all just kind of start talking about creating your own clothing brand? Like, have you – have this something, like, I've always wanted to do? Because I've never realized asked you that either. Mm-hmm. Like, is clothing something you've always wanted to do, or is it just something that you all just talked about and it just kind of happened? Because, like, for me, podcast is something I've always wanted to do, but I don't know if that was what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I talked about it with him, and he was like, let's do it. So I don't know if that was, like, the same situation as y'all or not.
3: Well, it's interesting because um, we had a a group of friends that talked about it, like, um, I want to say 2017-ish, like, before we went up to Foot Locker, before I went up to Foot Locker um, in San Antonio. I remember being at Key's (coughs) apartment, and it might have been, like, Jordan, Key, Devin, and I were talking about making a clothing brand, like, that would be dope or whatever. Um, but it never materialized and it never really went past that conversation and then at Foot Locker it was interesting because him and I had like a similar path but in different ways like we both got out there we both got out of Foot Locker around the same time and it was kind of like on bad terms and as things started progressing and as we started becoming closer It just naturally kind of like happened that way like he was an assistant manager so he was like my boss and a lot of people's bosses leadership roles anyways um (laughs) and like we kind of just got like disgruntled and it was at a certain point where we were like like what else can we do like what would be dope to do like what would be you know purpose driven um and then the clothing thing came up and then come to find out that him and some of his homies had had similar conversations with their friends saying, we should start up like a brand. Um, And at that point, that hadn't materialized either. So it was interesting that the both of us going through a similar path at Foot Locker were already on a similar path more or less from already being on the clothing ideas with a group of friends. Um, And I'm not one that's big on coincidences, so that kind of just spoke to being in the right place at the right time. The universe kind of aligning in us. Um, did you want?
0: That's about it, I think. We did talk about it for a while, and then it was just one day, I remember we were in the back, they had us putting up some hangers. Me and Bash were just like, yo, let's make the clothes, like, let's do <laughs> it. And my line, bro, like we were in the back, unfolding hangers or clipping hangers to each other, and we were just like, yo, I can't do this no more. Let's let's make this clothing brand, and that's that's
1: when we started. Yeah, it's always like some kind of change that kind of drives that shift. When you're struggling with that, and you just know there's more out there for you, you gotta like you know put yourself forward and put yourself in position to do that. And y'all started out with the name More Income, More Income Way, you know if you know. But what was <laughs> what what, 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 was, what was the purpose behind naming it More Income Way? and kind of going in that direction at first, and what was the story behind that?
3: So, a couple things. Um, Final Few came from, um, originally, they that was kind of like a uh, brainstorm idea that they had. And at the time, we were like, you know, that's clean, but we're not going to do that because that's, you know, what y'all have going on. Don't want anybody to feel slighted, that type of stuff. And then... He had told me about some designs that they wanted to do, or at least that he pictured with, like, the Final Four stuff and whatnot. And I just started, like, brainstorming. I was like, okay, like, let me reverse engineer a name from a sign because, or from a design because, as I'm sure you guys know, coming up with a name is not easy. That's, like, one of the hardest things you can do, especially when you got to slap your name on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you have to back it. Yeah. Coming up with a name is hard to, like, yeah. encapsulate everything. And so... It was it was honestly like stupid. Like I think I saw like a monster's ink spin off and so I was like, Am I, am I, am I, am I? I was like, What about more income? Like, okay. yeah. I remember um I sent it to him. I think he was like, That's cool, like I'm I'm with it. Um I sent it to Key and he was like, Yeah, I'm rocking with it and I was yeah. like All right, cool. Like wow. let's do that. Plus it was always like bigger than the clothing was the thing, so being more income was I guess, kind of fitting at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's corny now.
2: <laughs> yeah, you hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah,
0: we're sure. At Final Few now. Yeah. yeah. For
3: sure.
2: Yeah. yeah. Do you not like the name More Income either?
0: Um, I think it's probably a little bit misleading. I think when we created it, we meant for it as more as like an umbrella. But when you hear More Income, you think, oh, it's just money. That's, that's all they want is money. Yeah. So I think with Final Few, the way we kind of explain it is that it's for the Final Few, like originators of original ideas of stuff that they want to do with more income you really don't kind of get that so i feel like that's why the name like final few is better than more income whereas like you can kind of consider it still being more income as that was the original like umbrella but how like i said it, it was really an umbrella and final few is the name of the clothing because of the more purposeful name for sure that makes sense so when
2: y'all changed the name did you have to go and talk to your homeboys and be like yo is this cool
0: yeah so i definitely yeah. did i mean he was cool with it, but out of respect, I wanted to make sure, like, hey, yeah, if I use this name, like, are you cool with it? And he was like, yeah, bro, no problem. Like, I think it's cool that we actually get to see it still happen, even though that I'm not such a part of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. He, he was he was cool with the idea. That's dope. Like, yeah. That's how, dope.
1: how was the rebra- rebranding process uh from More Income? Because it wasn't like y'all just did More Income, and then, like, two weeks, a month or later, even a year later, I don't know the exact timeline, but you just weren't, like, Oh, Morikam? Nah, that's corny or whatever. Let's go, Final Few. You guys had put out, I think, I don't know, like f- four or five shirts maybe mm-hmm. by that time because you did the. Let's see if I remember. Y'all did the olive green, the gray long sleeve, mm-hmm. the tie dye. The uh, the first one was the DNA black and black shirt. Mm-hmm. Y'all did the America uh, Fourth of July, and they all did the pink one. Is that yeah. all of them? That's yeah. That's all yeah, of them. that's all of them. Yeah. So y'all did all of those. You know, hey, I mean, as,
3: as, as he was naming them off, I'm like, shit, half of them ain't, you know what I'm saying? Ain't that bad, low-key. The ideas nah, were there for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, I mean, you're just starting and getting your foundations. But what was the purpose of, or how hard was it, do you think, it was to, like, kind of rebrand that from more income into Final Few? And, like, what were the steps that y'all took to do that?
3: I don't think it was all that difficult because, um, I mean, even fast forward to now, like, let's say we were going to rebrand now in the grand scheme of things, like once the culmination hits and once it's, you know, big at the apex, even like a time like now people wouldn't really remember because you have, let's say we're Nike right now, right? Mm -hmm. Because Nike rebranded too. Um, Let's say we're Nike right now. No one knows about us up in Alaska or up in Europe or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Like if we were to rebrand now and blow up whatever that is, people still like, yeah, y'all would know. And yeah. like the the people that have actually purchased and like follow, followed and kept up with it. But in the grand scheme of things, it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. And I think when you're growing a brand, you have to think that large. Um, but to answer your question, I don't think it was all that difficult because we were already in a transitional phase because when you're doing clothing, um, a lot of times you're like, there's kind of like a waiting period where you're cooking up ideas and like trying to bring it all together and that type of deal. So I think we kind of took like a extended layover and chefed up some more ideas, like took a step back, looked at the brand and was like, all right, let's let's change it this way. And so ultimately, like from a branding point of view, it was really just like time off and then changing the name of the Instagram um, because we didn't have like a lot of infrastructure then. So uh even now like i'm sure some people locally still remember like more income but it's not something that's at the forefront of people's minds at all so um personally i think the rebrand was was pretty good and we we really put like a push to final few to where a lot of people don't even remember more income like even when people like obviously y'all know so y'all bring it up from time to time but when it's brought up like my eyes get wide
0: and i'm like whoa like oh
3: that was really a thing like yeah that doesn't even feel like it was real anymore. Yeah. Facts,
0: facts, facts. I think the whole change from More Income to Final Few, it was it was pretty seamless because, how you said, we just took the time off, and once we took the time off, we came back. We wanted to make sure that Final Few had a direction. I think with More Income, we were just putting kind of the brand name on shirts and hoping that that would kind of sell. Yeah. Whereas when we started Final Few, the first thing that we did was we want to do a collection and we want to have multiple pieces and with these pieces, we want them to have a meaning or something like that. That was something that we wanted to do with more income that we really didn't like relay the message very well. So when we took the break, we made sure that when we came back with Final Few that we did everything that we set out to do with more income. Gotcha.
2: What have been some of the struggles that y'all have had, like even starting the business or dealing with clothing companies, stuff like that.
3: Shit, bro, Where hasn't been the struggle? There's it's always something. There's,
0: there's there's a lot. Think when you're starting a business, it can seem so easy, like, or a shirt business, I would say? You think that all it is is I'm gonna go buy twelve shirts and somebody's gonna print on them. But then you have to think about, okay, well if, if I want a three color print on a shirt, that's gonna cost different than just a one color print. And the price difference isn't a dollar. Like The price difference is significant so that now you're going to have to charge probably $5 more for each shirt. So now you're thinking, hmm, do I want to do a nice three-color shirt and a full-color shirt, or do I want to do this simple design to save money? So stuff like that kind of gets into it. Um, when you're picking your suppliers, definitely Oof. definitely make sure that you kind of get your samples Um And I would honestly even say get multiple samples from the same supplier, because sometimes the quality is a little bit off. That's one thing that I noticed. Um, What would you say is some difficulties you faced?
3: Those are definitely difficulties. Um, Coming up with designs is difficult, especially when you want to tie it to meaning, because you have like, first, you have to come up with an idea. Then you have to go through this process of like, is the idea even good? And then once you pass that, it's like, okay, Now I have to create a design based off this just idea. Um, And then when you're throwing collections into it, you're like, okay, what pieces make sense? Then you gotta get in touch with suppliers. Like that whole process, like there's so many points that it could just get messed up. So that's difficult. And then in terms of like, it's, it's a brand, right? So you have to dress it up the correct way. And that's another challenge in and of itself. And then of course, like, okay, Are you going to do photography for the products? Well, then you got to figure out what your process is for that. Like, it's just a lot of systems that you have to put together to make sure that you're providing, like, a consistent um, product and a consistent look to the brand. So yeah, that's all. It's all a lot. And then you have to
1: sell it. Yeah, and this is all important, too. Like you said, with the photography, videography, like, just not skipping steps, like, doing it all right. If you're going to do a rollout with a collection or the designs or the pieces, like, making sure it all correlates and you're not just putting out something just to put out and make money, especially if that's not the direction you're going. And something I've noticed off-rip, if you guys always have made different pieces, so, like, you guys made the letterman, uh, the bomber jacket, obviously the shirts. Um, i trying to think what else. Shorts. Sweats. Sweats. Shorts. Uh, oh, jacket, hats. Trucker hats. Yeah. Regular
3: hats. The, corduroy hats. The De La Rue hats. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> those are exclusive. But... Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Arizona joints. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, but like Coach Jackets. Coach Jackets. Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, so like, I guess, kind of, what was the, you know, the mind frame of making these different pieces when, you know, most people, they just, most people are known for their hats. They just make hats. Most people are known for their shirts. They just make shirts or whatever it is. So what kind of made you guys want to dabble into like six, seven, eight different types of clothing?
3: I think. Um, it's important as a brand to be able to kind of spread it as far as it could go. Like, and especially with the way Supreme changed everything. Like, um, what yeah. is this? A jukebox? Like, yeah,
1: Kith does that too. Yeah, like everything. Nowadays,
3: brands really mm. take it past clothing mm. and they can really sell you on anything. Like, yeah. Supreme was selling freaking, I think they were like flamethrowers. Yeah. I, I th- for real. For, yeah. Bro, for real they could put their name on anything. And yeah. I think that's like unbelievably dope that someone will yeah. buy literally anything because your name is on it.
2: Yeah. Um, but Now when it they comes literally do anything. Exactly. Bro,
3: that's, um, that shit's But when, crazy. It, when it comes to like multiple pieces, I mean, there is an argument to be had that if we just made hats, <laughs> your attention is only focused on hats and that's the one thing that you're known for. Like if you look at successful companies, they figure out one thing that they do extremely well and then they use that. Like Starbucks, coffee. Like, Apple kind of changed over the years, but once they figured out iPod, and now they're figuring out iPhone, like, once they figured out that part, I guess I guess Apple's not a good example, but, like, McDonald's, they're known as a burger company, mm-hmm. even though they buy real estate. But anyways, that's different. <laughs> uh, hey, shout out to, you know what I'm saying? Bye-bye, best Shout out to the people trying to buy real estate. Holla at me. But <laughs> I, say, I say that to say, like, when we decided to do that, I think... When we were in more income, we came very, we became very like T-shirt printing T-shirt based, and as he stated, like we wanted to get further away from that and show that we really had diversity in what we could make and offer true value for people that are trying to dress in like different pieces. Um, And then it it evolved into like, I know one thing I take pride in is. Like, if you don't have a corduroy hat and you have our corduroy hat, like, we checked off a box no, for you. No, for me, for and,
1: sure, yeah. Yeah,
3: and hats are different because you can wear hats all yeah. the time, but, like, say for the letterman, for instance, you get that one letterman, you might not need another one, but at least it's ours in your closet, right? Yeah. Um. So that's kind of the approach that I look at it. Um. Did you have any thoughts on?
0: Um. I think how I said earlier, the whole vision was starting from, me wanting stuff to wear with different shoes that I have um from me being kind of into the fashion I like different pieces I don't like to just wear a t-shirt with every single fit so that's why we'll do a jacket or that's why we'll do one of the first things we did was like a crew neck sweater so we'll do different stuff like that just so you don't always have to wear a t-shirt because it could be redundant just wearing the same t-shirt every time so It's different
1: different items for sure. All right, OP listeners, listen up. We caught you feeling a little slumped and worrying about that to-do list that you got adding up in your mind. You know, weekly things come up, you're getting busy, holiday season, but be assured, feel like you could use a reset, get ready to blast off into space with Galaxy Treats. Their Delta 8 THC gummies will launch you in a galaxy of productivity and out of this world vibes. They even have a different flavors like Mars Mango, Solar Summer, and Starberry. You know, these audio and visual episodes, we don't just wake up out of bed and, you know, just make them come like magic. With things like Galaxy Treats, we're able to refocus and explore a whole new galaxy of success and feel good putting this out for y'all. Go check them out over at galaxytreats.com and stop spacing out. Again, you can check them out at galaxytreats.com. Now back to the podcast. So talking about, like, marketing content I've talked, to, I've, oh shit, my bad. I've had conversations with, <laughs> I've had conversations Ricky. with, I know, I'm over here sweating now. I've had conversations with you just talking about, you know, how to market products, how to market, you know, clothing and things like that. Cause I mean, let's be honest, we see all these dudes put clothing brands out and they just have girls wearing their stuff, wearing their hats, whatever. And then they're doing like the videos and stuff with that. But you guys have never really done that. Why do you think that is? I'm just curious. Because it does seem to work for most people who do, like, clothing and stuff, where they just, like, model it or whatever. So,
3: Because the bitches we asked said no. <laughs> hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. Pray like that. <laughs> hey, fuck it. Shit like that. Y'all getting that cut, bro. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. Be honest. Be nah. real raw and authentic. Uh, I, think we've done, <laughs> I think we've done it once. But I, uh, one thing that's, like, very... One thing that we're always gonna like commit to is just staying like authentic mm. and whatever is natural. So yeah. um, naturally, no bitches fuck with us, but it's cool. <laughs> I'm engaged and a lot, I get no yeah, so <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> no, nah, but I, nah, I do think I that's a good it. strategy. But like, yeah. and I also look at other brands and I'm like, for example, Kith. Just post shoes or post the clothing. And That's they all they do. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a model in it. Like, yeah. obviously, they're at that point. But, I yeah. mean.
2: Rube does the same thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, a lot of companies do it. And it's just like, okay, yeah. like, is my stuff not selling because I don't have women in it?
2: Yeah.
1: You or don't like, want it to be I, only because yeah. like people are going to be like, oh, that girl looks good. I, I want to buy the shirt, which could help you. But at the same time when you stop doing that and you transition into just posting the product, people are going to be like, oh, whatever, because they're used to seeing. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, and I think it's uh, – yeah, we don't have a revolving door of girls, right? Take pictures. But <laughs> um, also, like, I think one thing that we've done successfully, at least like on our Instagram, is keeping like an anonymous look. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm cool with that. I don't I don't really need like a lot of faces. And
1: Do you and- think that hurts you, though, in a way? Because I always – I was telling you, like, mm-hmm. when you – Somebody might be, like, looking at y'all's page, and they come there, and there's, like, nothing to, like, see or mm-hmm. any products. So maybe they, like, don't stay. Yeah. But if you had those, maybe they do stay. I don't know. But I'm just saying, do you think that helps or helps or hurts more?
3: No, for sure. I think there's a lot of opportunity for growth there. Um, and also, I mean, you can do that if you're, like, future, and it's time to drop <laughs> an album. Yeah, now fact I'm posting, so. right? Losey. But, yeah, we're yeah. definitely not uh, those people yet. So... Um, that is an area of focus for us moving forward. I would think. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, and I mean that's you asked about challenges. That's also another challenge too of a clothing brand is if you're not dropping clothes, what are you posting? Yeah. So I don't want to give away too much, but yeah, you know you got to have a solution for it. everything.
2: Yeah. Do y'all like try to drop once a quarter, twice a year. Like, what is y'all's like ideal drop rate?
0: Uh, we. Actually, just talking about this earlier, but I would say we aim for at least once a quarter, um, but ideas do come and go, so if we do have ideas more more often than once a quarter, we'll drop five times in a year and not just four, but also if we're having block and we can't think of ideas, we don't like to just force stuff out, yeah. so that's when we will take the time, and some sometimes you will get three, but at least you know that the product that you're getting is something that's actually thought out and not just... Hey, I want to get a drop out because it's February. You know what I mean. I yeah. don't want to miss the job before April. So stuff like yeah. that.
2: Yeah. So. Do both of y'all like come up with the designs, or is it more of like one person?
0: So the way we we usually do it is, I'll ask him like, "Hey, do you have any ideas that you want to kind of get out?" If he does, then we'll try to go from there, see what we could kind of create from that. If he doesn't, we'll just sit there and throw different ideas back and forth, back and forth. We'll even throw like, "Hey, maybe we don't have an idea. We could try." Let's try, I wanna do a blue shirt. So we'll put something on the blue shirt and figure out, okay, well, with blue, I like lime green, something like that, lime green and black. Okay, cool, what what can we think of that's lime green and black? I'm just gonna say something, but a lime, you know what I mean? Now I have a blue shirt with the lime on it, you know what I mean? Now how can I make that cool, you know what I mean? It's like stuff like that that's, we try to make it not just me giving the design, but it's more of a collaborative effort than just you designed this one and I design that one. It's always both of us are designing together for sure.
2: How hard is it for y'all to like come up with product or have the time of day when you're in Dallas and you're here?
3: It, it can be challenging at times, especially because we're just walking two paths of life. Like when we started, we were together, same journey, same place, like same struggles, like let's get it. Now, I mean, we're in two different markets, two different places. You know, everything we'd have to do is like through phone call, text, FaceTime type of deal. Um so it th- that can present a little bit of a challenge. Um I don't even remember the question though. but I think I answered half of it.
2: It was more like how difficult is it for y'all to be a part and create product basically. Yeah,
3: no, I missed this guy. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. But but also uh I think it's not overly difficult as long as we lock in, though. Like, part of, as I'm sure you guys know, part of just keeping in that flow and having that rhythm is just making sure that it's consistent. Yeah. Um, so, if there is times where we have like a like time off or a dry spell, it's, it's usually from just not having it on the calendar ready to go, um, understanding what the mission is. Um, but also, like, with him being a student, I was getting, well, he's doing his master's, so that's kind of, like, downplaying him. He's on. Okay. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and then me, like, when I was transitioning into real estate, that was a different grind in and of itself. And so, at times, it can be difficult when you're focused on, like, other life stuff to continue, like, your your passion project, you know?
1: Yeah, and what's actually going to, you know, p- pay your bills, too, yeah. until the other one does. And no, for sure, yeah.
3: especially when you need a paycheck. Yeah. And it it ain't coming just to come. You got to go get it.
1: Yeah. Um, he was talking about y'all dropping you know maybe seasonally or quarterly you have you guys ever thought about doing like an essentials line where you have maybe each year you come out with like four or five pieces that are staple pieces they're good pieces with staple pieces nothing too crazy you have them all year people can get them whenever, and then maybe like just changing that yearly you ever thought about doing that just to have something selling all the time
3: I love that question
0: yeah that's that's something that we've talked about before um, I think we have to get to a point that we would actually be able to do that. Uh, But I think that that would be very useful, especially not everybody wants the super graphic tees, but if we do have an essentials line with a basic Final Few or FF or whatever we decide to put on the essential tees, something like that can appeal to more people too. So that's definitely a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, what
3: I... Well we also what we try to do and what we've done very successfully in the past is finding creative dope ways to uh, focus around like what's happening in the times. Um, so like when we dropped the uh, our first worldwide shirts, it was centered around Earth Day. yeah so it all went hand in hand and I think people really appreciate it appreciated that and like soaked it up yeah um, and it was a good design it was yeah. vibrant so it kind of all went hand in hand so. Um, An essentials line, I think, is would be incredibly dope, especially to like focus on a certain color palette, and also still keeping true to focusing on events that we can capitalize on. Like earlier this year, we dropped um, like a patchwork uh, like NBA logo yeah. type of final feature shirt, yeah, yeah. um, focused on the the beginning of the NBA season. So I think that type of stuff can coincide together you get your yeah. your creative kind of artsy ideas and you, you get uh the essentials line that everybody can even wear like and just the, throw in.
1: the college tees like the tech sure. the texas so far that you made sure. and then obviously the designs y'all posted but aren't released yet that's like an essential piece you can release that all the time people are going to be like it has the vintage look which is in people are going to be like oh i want to get that you know at any point in time and this kind of segues into my next question so like the vintage look, essential look. Um, Obviously, you guys create your clothing yourselves, but what do you look at for ideas, inspiration? Like, are you guys, oh, vintage is in, let's make vintage stuff, or the baggies in, let's make baggy stuff. Like, kind of what's the direction there?
3: I'll let him take this one in a second, but what I will say about that is um, a big piece of it is, like, letting it come to you. So whatever speaks to you in the moment, whether that be, I don't know, race cars or um, maybe you're watching football and you get inspiration from a certain player situation or you harken back to something, um, that kind of stuff like expands your mind and lets you get those ideas going. And creativity is an interesting thing because sometimes you can't force it. But I would say most of the times you can't force it. Like You can dedicate time to, to tap into that, but for the most part... Um, you kind of gotta let it come to you, but what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times I'll look at like trends. so there was there was a while where I wanted to do like a race car tee, and all that we were seeing is like NASCAR vintage tees and NASCAR like pad stuff. So stuff like that, like the trends definitely has a has a toll in it. Um, what else? Kind of like the the season. So in the fall time, we always want to drop something like fall colors. We don't want to drop like, Pastels in the fall, so that does have some some, I guess, say in it too. What's in some other way? Yeah, I think in
3: in clothing, it's important that you have to stay on the trends because you have to do what's tried and true, right? Like whatever's in is what you have to focus on to a degree. Um, but also, like he's saying with the seasons, it's. It's also difficult in Texas, you know, while you're still local to a degree, because you can try to drop the most fire winter stuff, but that's mm-hmm. a three-week release, and <laughs> you got to design, you have to get the idea, design it, produce it, and promo, and you don't know when it's going to get cold.
1: Nah, you know what moment. I mean? I mean, it shit ain't even really I mean, been cold. At least cold. here. Exactly. In Dallas, yeah. is
2: it colder than Dallas? It's a
3: little colder, but. It's
2: not, no, it's not cold. No, it's not cold there. Yeah, it's, this weather's been tripping.
3: Yeah, so that's also another thing. Like, I would love to come out with some puffer jackets. Who here is going to buy them? Nope.
1: No. Moving the market. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah. So if you're not, they're not going to buy them here, like, what are, what are some things y'all are going to do to move that market nationally? That's, that's yeah, what right? I was
2: going to ask. Like, how do y'all plan to, like, outsource it away from, <laughs> I guess, everybody that y'all do know? Yeah, so, like, moving it out of Austin. Moving it out of Austin, even moving out of Texas.
3: I feel like I'm gonna mess up this answer
0: <laughs> um, I think it's just it goes into just being consistent with what we do um, I, won't, I won't say that we're the most well-off company but we are doing doing good we've had people from other cities other states um, buy my merchandise recently um, but I will say that we do have to give more of an effort to kind of advertise towards bigger markets uh, Right now we kind of advertise more locally. Yeah. But if we do advertise, I guess more nationally, I think that'll help us with not only our target audience being in places that can get stuff like puffer jackets, but it'll also help being able to sell stuff like the shirts that we have right now and the shirts that we're coming out in the future too. So.
2: Do you have to? Is that like something you just have to pay for, like Instagram ads and whatnot? How you like would advertise it? Yes, you can. you like, <laughs> yeah? Can you pick to like where you want to like advertise? Because I know you can like buy ads and like push them out. It's like sort of different graphic, but you can put like, oh, I want to push this puffer jacket ad in New York. Mm-hmm. You can like, oh, you can do that. Yeah, That's yeah.
3: Cool. I know Facebook has been cracking back on like how apparently when you used to be able to do ads, you can mm-hmm. do them so specific that it was you know kind of latent privacy laws which is why they changed them but <laughs> <laughs> um i mean yeah that that essentially works like for example the uh like the college shirts um if we didn't sell out then a plan to get off of i don't know an alabama shirt here is kind of tough you know what i mean so you yeah. have to push that over to a market that is definitely going to receive it
2: just yeah, sort of the alabama one
3: because uh, well, I know cause final, i know final dash, final dash few dot com
2: i know uh <laughs> that i know you uh you you talked about like you wanted to With that shirt you wanted to market yeah um over there so I don't know if you ended up doing that or not
3: I think our quantities are so low that it wouldn't make sense now if I remember correctly about that one, I think I still have some yeah, and sold then the, yeah sold yeah and then the u t one sold out' cause
1: yeah and weird. and y'all release it in time. You know, yeah. it was all calculated. How
2: how do, we've always wondered, but how, how do you not get, like, copyrighted for, like, the logo? Is there's like, can anybody <laughs> just use it? Like, how does that work?
0: Hey, if, if Nick Saban would have saw it, we probably would have got copyrighted, bro. Mm-hmm. Straight
3: like that. We're not big enough to get copyrighted. So, Supreme got, like, a, dis, a cease and desist on some of their Louis V stuff. mm mm-hmm. um, that's the position you want to be in to be able to get copyrighted or you know have something like that happen because those are now like some of their rarest stuff, yeah. Um, which is, I mean, gold to the high beast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's we're not big enough to get copyrighted really, because like because uh, yeah, I'm about to say the full sin, like all they like, like they
2: have like all the brave stuff and all just other kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, but it's like optic got like, that optic jersey I sent you the other day, like the the Seattle one, like mm-hmm. how does stuff like that not get
3: I mean, because both I, of those people yeah, are big enough. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know like the exact exact rules. But I would just think that if you're doing enough to alter it to where like it's your own logo, then maybe they can't say anything, or maybe them thinking. them modifying your logo like that is uh like good for exposure for the yeah. for the team. But that's that's not gonna stop people have been doing that since the beginning yeah, of yeah. time. Yeah,
0: a lot of times you can get like a license. And once you have um, the license, you can use any of the logo that you want as long really? as you have the license for that logo.
2: Cool. Uh, how, yeah. how much of those typically run? it kind of depend on it, the logo?
0: It depends where you get it from. Like NCAA, I don't think you could get an individual. I think you have to get like the whole NCAA thing. Probably okay. like individual, like NFL teams, like sports teams, you have to go probably through the individual like, team. Okay. Who, like, the yeah,
1: that, that's pretty... That's good to know. I want to get copyrighted. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it's I want existence. to. Yeah, I would run that into the ground. I yeah, promise. For sure.
1: <laughs> um, so you guys have the, the meaning, don't be late. Um, where did that stem from and why do you guys kind of say that?
3: I will tell you, like, I could tell you where we were when that happened. You remember where we were? Yeah. It was on on the couch upstairs at uh his mom's crib. And that was for our first release, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. we so we like reverse engineered that one. So, um we had a shirt, we had a like an idea that we wanted to go with it. It was actually the uh the first final few with the patch on the shoulder. Like we had the design cooked up in any, everything. I think we started with the patch and we knew we wanted to do um something in the middle. So, like a slogan ended up making the most sense right there. Um and then I think some inspiration here or another uh, came from the clock font. Um,
0: it was from a clock font for yeah. sure. and then we were just thinking. Yeah, we were like, "What makes sense?" Travis. I, yeah, Travis like the Reese's puff, Something came up. Yeah, and we were just like, <laughs> I'm bro. exactly what happened. And then we were just like, "Don't be late." And that's where we kind of started it. But what it means is like, if you have kind of a dream that you want to chase or something you want to do, like, don't be afraid to do it. Do it now. Don't be late to it. Yeah. Try to get it out of the way because who knows if that's what you really wanted to do and you started now, you don't have to do anything else. Like, you can actually do that. So, yeah. don't be yeah.
3: to Yeah. And it was one of those things that once, like, we were trying to figure out what the phrase was going to be. And once yeah. that came out, we both looked at each other and we were like, fucking yeah. with it. Yeah. For sure.
2: That's the shirt I have. Yeah. 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 I have it too.
3: I yeah. find myself saying this a lot. But that's probably the best shirt that one yeah yeah you sell. there's yeah i i i switched my mind with like what what the pieces are but that's that's up there. What I makes think you say that shirt. I too. Just you, you agree with that? I have a reason. I want oh. your,
0: your reason why you say that.
3: Uh I think at the time it just meant so much. Like we were rebranding, we put a lot of effort into it. We hit up a supplier from freaking like Indonesia or some country that I'm not even here Um, it has the patch on the side I think the colors were picked out like excellently Um, it has our slogan on there our name it was oversized so it fit perfectly like I think just the culmination I think we did that shirt really well
0: yeah I, I like that shirt too because it's the only shirt that we have that is our own shape like all the other shirts that we've had we print on other shirts but that first shirt that we have, it has its own shape, it has the Chanel patch, and it has uh embroidered neck tag. So that's that's a good shirt.
3: That pisses me off that I don't have that black one, now that you said because I never even thought like the that. The black and green? And yeah, I my, don't have it. Yeah,
1: my black one is with a friend right now. Drake has it. Really? Yeah, because I was like, where did it go? And I was like, and he like wore it one day, mm-hmm. I was like, what the f-
3: I was like, no, I've been looking for that. Bonilla? Yeah. Right. I just, I left it over there one day. Hey, that's an NFT right there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get that back. Yeah. I, we, uh, so, and for, I, know, I remember for that one, we set aside quantities. And yeah. then um, someone hit me up like, hey, y'all sold out of that? I was like, what size do you need? And he was like, a large. And I was like, you got mine, bro. I'm gonna let you get mine. You're a real one for that. And yeah, I. You so wouldn't make yourself one. I shouldn't have done that. I need that back. You wouldn't. Make, you wouldn't. You wouldn't make yourself one though, because I feel like it. it wasn't that. It wasn't that simple though. Like I could make myself one, but it's just not gonna be that one. Yeah. yeah, like it's not from. It probably won't be from the same place. It won't like fit the same. It won't have the same quality of the patch, like a replica in a sense. Yeah, it would be a replica, and that's. Yeah. I feel like we can make other ideas that are dope, too. But I got the blue one, so okay. that's cool. But. So something I've always
1: thought about with him, because we made, like, the, the opinionated, like, founder's hoodies. Mm-hmm. So, and you've made, like, like you have this hoodie, but, like, in the color only you have, mm-hmm. right? So what makes you, or I guess, like, yeah, you want to have something different from yourself or from, like, who you're selling to. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do you think is the importance of that? Cause especially if you're not going to release it. I was just curious because I've always thought about it. I'm like, we could make something different that's just for us, but like, what's the point, almost?
3: His answer is going to be so beautiful, I already know. Um, (laughs) I think there's a couple reasons. I think one is it's a good way to get creativity, like maximize your creativity. Another thing is there's just something special about having something that you're not putting out for everyone. Mm -hmm. Because if you put out, I don't know, 20 shirts, 20 people get the shirts. That's 20 people in the same thing. Like, yes, y'all have that shirt. I mean, relatively hard to get, I guess. But in terms of having something that, like, that social currency or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, even in y'all's hoodie or like in a person, like a Percy, or that's what we call them, the personal shirts yeah. or whatever. Percies. Yeah. Uh, being in a Percy is just like nobody can tell me shit. I got one of one of this. Like nobody else is making it. This is mine. Like you just, there's just like a different sense of pride when you're, you know, and it's cool because a thought in your mind created one of one that nobody else can get. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to see your idea come to life and you get to keep it all to yourself. Like, I just think that's so dope. And I personally, I probably don't even push for enough personal items that nobody else can have. Like, I I stick to the to the release and that's kind of it. But um, sometimes he'll be like, "Hey, I need a Percy in this colorway," and I'm like, "You know what? You damn right. I'm gonna need one in this colorway." And so we got, <laughs> we gotta do it like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think doing the individual pieces it just adds to the individuality to each person that has it. So like, you do have some one of one pieces. Like, I think you have like a mint crew neck, right? Yeah. That and was... the
1: black version of this. So those are yeah.
0: something that nobody else has. And yeah. If, if somebody came up to you and is like, "Hey, I really like that sweater. Where can I get it?" Man, it was only a one-time release. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's always cool to me to know like I have something that nobody else has, nobody else can get now. Um, but I wouldn't say that we wouldn't ever release it. Um, I think we do look into, or we are looking into figuring out a way to release some of these individual police pieces soon. So. Right. We're
3: yeah, we talked about that and uh that that made me think about how like some of our best selling stuff were meant to be Percy's. And then we put it up or whatever, like just showed people it and then that was the one that people were like, nah, we need that one. And it's like at that point as a business owner, you're like, okay, do we just keep this one to ourselves or keep this one, you know, as a sample, or do we make a release out of this and then like adjust the quantity for this one? So um, that's also like an interesting peek behind the curtain of some of our stuff wasn't even supposed to be like a big release, but it ended up turning out that way.
2: Yeah, for me, I don't know. It just kind of like um, it just it's it's special. Like only only us have it. Nobody else can buy it. Nobody else can get it. So it just means more to me than just because I mean at that point it's just your family has it, and family means everything to me. So it just means more to me just for us to have whatever it is mm-hmm. and rather than, like, every us, everybody have it and us have it. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I always, always feel
3: like uh,
2: it also gets people wanting it more. So whatever you do release next, they're going to get it.
3: For sure. Now, that uh, that that uh, found, Founder City, that's yeah. what y'all call it? Yeah. That nah, was tough. Thank I you. I wear that, like... It's comfortable as hell. I wear that more than I should. I'm going to tell y'all that. That's good. And I then wear the it a thing lot. is, like,
1: I wear mine a lot. That's we we went through like four different hoodies, like samples before. Mm-hmm. Like we made sure we did it right kind of thing. But uh, damn, I was about to ask y'all something. Well, one thing
2: was there was one question I was going to ask y'all as we talked about earlier. But how did y'all, where, where did the jester come from? Like, how did that come about?
3: Jesters. <laughs> jester. <laughs> <justice. laughs> there you go. Yes, sir. Um, Shit. I might have to rack my brain, do you remember?
0: It started with the Renaissance. Started think, Yeah, during the during the Renaissance period. Yeah. Was when the gestures were important, like truth tellers. And we wanted something since the Renaissance was our first job, we kind of got something from the first drop that we could use on and on and, and it was gestures. And how we've kind of explained it through the first drop was the gestures were the truth tellers of the time. So that's what we try to do now is be the truth tellers and spread the light again.
3: Yeah, I think uh it, it was a it was interesting. It was kind of like a learning thing because like all of our stuff has meaning. So when we did the jester for the Renaissance, like you learn that like everybody knows like the court jester. Um mm-hmm. but then if you like look it up, I think the definition was literally like the original truth tellers. Like they were known for being quick witted and the best were legendary. And so all of that shit I was like we were like, yo, this is a good mascot to represent the brand. So um, I think that worked out perfectly. This dude was supposed to be regime jester. It's funny how things don't well, work no, out. I was literally, I was literally <laughs> about to Shit. say
2: that. I feel like jester's always been like a kind of a thing. Cause I feel like even before final few or more income, you always use that name yeah. for him. Yeah, like you've always used. Yeah, that yeah name I called him, him a jester. Yeah, yeah. Hey.
3: hey, he's still a jester though. <laughs> I, I can. That's um. That's how I view like how y'all have the founders hoodies. Those are like family. Uh-huh. Uh, like somebody that I could call a jester. That's family to me. I oh, mean, Damon be airplaying UFC fights, bro. And over time with Rice. That's what I was doing when I had to call you <laughs> for the Israel vs. fight. He was airplaying. I was yeah, I was airplaying it and then that I think uh he said that Dana White probably knows about that stream. So when it gets to main event time, sh- I forgot what about What stream? Uh, I think it's called Stream East. Um I forgot. No, it not about Stream East.
2: He knows about all of them.
3: Yeah, I forget what it's they can called. They do do so much. shoot. I know I, nothing was even buffering and then they started talking about Israel Adesanya. I couldn't even look at the promo each. So what? it kind of
2: depends how many people... It depends on how big the server is for whatever stream, is you streaming it. And then how many people are trying to tune in at that same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a lot of people are trying to tune at the same time, then it it's going yeah, to crash. Yeah. It's like Call of Duty. I mean, when the game yeah. first comes out, everybody trying to log in, yeah, everybody play. Like
3: when you're trying to get some sneakers.
2: Exactly. Bro, I almost
3: cried, bro. The 20- You just got to know him, apparently. Yeah, facts. No <laughs> lie. Bro, 2011, when the Concords came out, I didn't know shit about sneakers, bro. I didn't know the pain. I didn't know nothing. I just knew I wanted them. So my dad was like, Yeah, you can get them for Christmas. Bet. I'm on Nike. Go on Nike. Man, on there. Bro, my computer just started spazzing. I was like, What is wrong? Sold out. <laughs>
2: yeah, you Sold get out. them for Christmas.
3: No, I didn't. What'd you
0: get for Christmas?
3: Fucking cold in my stocking. I don't know. It didn't matter at that point, bro. Nah, my dad got something for resale after that. Damn. And that's when I learned resellers are scumbags.
2: Damn. Um, but one question I wanted to ask. Do y'all draw? Yeah, yeah, um, I was going to keep the UFC stuff in. Okay, cool. Dana ain't going to see it. Yeah, yeah. Um I but, got a to pick. Huh? I, I got, got a bond to pick with yeah, yeah, him? Right? Yeah, yeah. uh, I think a lot of people do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think a lot of people do. But the judges are the, the fight. Everybody. Well, the judges are... are, Yeah, they're not part of the UFC.
3: No, I got a big bone to pick with them, but I got a bone to pick with The
2: judges, I think a lot of people have a big bone to pick with judges. Anyways, um, do y'all draw inspiration from anything? Like if you're on a, a, I guess, an art block or just trying to come up with ideas in general, like um, when we we play the game, listen to future and whatnot, so we like hear future music or listen to whatever. You watch Demon Slayer. You watch anything, Texas, I don't know. Um, what else you watch, but do you ever draw, like, stuff from that to, like, honestly, help you? Honestly, a lot of stuff. Like, yeah.
0: When I was talking about the race car stuff earlier, I honestly got that from watching, like, Ricky Bobby, bro. Yeah. And I was like, yo, we could do some dope. <laughs> Shaking <laughs> and And I was like, yo, we could do some dope stuff with it. So it's, yeah. it's just being, like, kind of in the moment and knowing, like, hey, this is a dope movie. I like the kind of ambiance. I see that, just for instance, that movie. They have a bunch of cool race car gear. Hey, maybe I could do a race car shirt. Cool, there's your inspiration right there. Now you're going to go look and see, okay, how can I produce a race car shirt? What's going to make my race car shirt different from a race car shirt? So that's I kind of get inspiration from really anywhere. As long as I kind of have a direction of where I want to take it, and then go from there. Once you kind of have that.
3: Yeah, I think you can't shut off any, like, source of uh, inspiration. You kind of got to draw beauty from everything because there's art in everything. And that's one thing that I do appreciate about him is that I can get my blinders on just, like, so focused on, like, whatever I have going on at the time that I'll miss, like, everything around me. And, like, his eye for some of the things that he could pull inspiration from or even things that he thinks are, like, dope, are some things that would never even register in my brain. Like my brain does not see that. Um, so it's cool to have like a partner that has a completely different eye than you. Um, Cause then it, it, it turns out that you can make good art together and build something that's, that's uh, worthwhile. So,
1: um, so a few more questions for me, but one of them is, you know, like putting stuff in boxes. So I've gotten merch where I've gotten matches in boxes and like, handwritten letters and like golf tee like might not resemble might not resemble the drop might resemble the drop y'all for example when i got those hats put the little gesture like world series trading cards (laughs) stickers um y'all have like the comic forgot about that drop damn the sweatsuits oh yeah 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 Yeah. but have like stuff like that yeah um how important do you think that is uh like long-term resonation with your customers
3: well, I think as you grow, like that, I feel like that is so important because it's something that people don't really get to see. Even for the most part, like someone that buys your merch or buys your your clothing, sometimes they don't even share that information. Like that's almost like a personal gift straight to someone yeah. um, for you know messing with your brand or purchasing. And you gotta think too that that's a uh, it's a first impression. So the first thing they see is the packaging. And then once they open it up, whatever's inside, like all they're focused on is the clothing. But then when you receive like, like when you see the package in the mail saying that it's shipped or it's delivered, you're like, bet, like my sweatpants are here. Mm -hmm. You're not thinking about the other stuff that like Mm -hmm. a brand owner has made sure to include so that Mm -hmm. you receive the package like well wrapped up. Like during Christmas time, you don't get just the box that – has something in it. Like, yeah. at least it has, like, a nice little bow and wrapping paper and, like, usually it has a 2 and from thing yeah. and that means a little bit something. So, um, you know, it's I think it's that type of thing that especially once you get mass appeal is something that, like, really builds that loyalty and trust with your audience.
0: For sure. I think putting stuff like the stickers in the comics, it just makes it memorable for first-time customers or returning customers, anybody, because... I don't know many brands that are putting trading cards in with the baseball hat and each trading card has like a different meaning of what the logos on the hat mean Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's also a way to kind of increase our brand awareness by putting stuff like the trading card where the trading card explained what Final Few was, what the logos meant, how I just said. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a lot of brands do that and that's something that you might miss if you just buy the hat because, oh, I like the hat. Yeah. Whereas every single hat that we shipped out came with the card so it's just to make it memorable to kind of really connect the whole message of the collection yeah. it's also
2: dope too because they're not they're also not expecting it so when they do open it it's like oh man i got this too
3: right yeah and i think especially with like the hats as as a brand owner you're always thinking how can i increase the experience for like a customer so if you're just shipping off a hat then you're just shipping off a hat. You're doing exactly that versus I know we're sitting there thinking, how can we give them more than that we're giving them right now? Like if I just ship off this hat, cool, I shipped off a hat. A lot of those were one of one So you're getting like a one of one hat, which is dope in and of itself. But how can we give you more? Okay, let's do a trading card. Well, why is that important? No, because it's a baseball hat. So it all comes full circle and we feel like we're actually delivering like as much as we possibly can just in that small little release, you know? That's dope.
1: And then um, last thing for me, you guys mentioned key earlier, kind of like, you know, help y'all start this and do things with y'all, but y'all also have the final few YouTube channel and you have done some content on us previously. You've done, you know, football, quick little videos. Y'all talked about Drake and his hot sauce um, yeah. yeah, he was y- wilding for that one <laughs> Y'all, y'all, y'all <laughs> done do a lot do. of hey, y- Fake news, fake news Yeah, y'all done a lot of stuff on there And then recently y'all have uh, kind of been dropping I think like four or five videos In terms the USC Or USC, UFC Can't be thinking about Got wrong. them Cali yeah. boys on your nah, mind, nah, tonight. Nah, nah, mm-hmm. UFC, reminiscent Nah, yeah. yeah. reminiscent yeah. okay. He's that Wolverine man. with I the <laughs> Mr. Lincoln We got, we got some, some commits today, we're <laughs> good But, nah, um just ufc like videos and things like that and making content um and then you know y'all are still making it happen like like how you and meeks are with the fashion you and Key are still making it happen like through zoom and stuff so what is kind of the purpose you think to like making the channel and like what do you want to do with that to tie it in with your
3: clothing that's a great question well i've always and i guess backstory which i think would be good to cover here like Oh, man, we got some stuff we ain't even touch on, bro. Bro, Bro, like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to get to your question. I'm going to try to remember it. I have a bad memory. But uh, I think it's important to note this, especially because this is our first time like sitting down talking about it. Even before we got to the clothing stuff, Meeks and I were trying to figure out how can we start a business and make money. So first we bought a bot. Like yeah, a bot to top sneakers and resell. That was really the first endeavor. And he's doing that because um, if, that, yeah, if that had gone the way we had hoped it would go, would have <laughs> gone, I don't know if we would have ever even gotten into the brand part of it.
0: Sorry um, to cut
2: you off, but why is it hard? Like, <laughs> why did why is it? Do you have to have multiple bots basically? It's at like six or eight. Bro,
0: nah, like, you just have to have the right one. Yeah. And the one that we got wasn't the right one. <laughs> There's bots that are like 10K, bro. Yeah 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 m- we m- wasn't rocking with that You got
2: yeah. like the four or five hundred dollar one
0: Uh six hundred Six hundred like Yeah, yeah. Like late or some shit like that. Yeah And the ones
2: that are that expensive They're like a guaranteed hit
0: Oh, like 40 pairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro, they be eating
3: on that. Y'all trying to go in? Yeah, low key. Be, hey. Yeah. That's For,
0: not that much when you break it down no, like
3: that. Well, if you're getting, if you're, but, you can make your money back so fast. Well, the crazy thing is, though, you got to have money in order to buy yeah, the Yeah, you sneakers. still got to
1: buy the shoes. You got
3: to yeah. buy <laughs> the most. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you get a retail, though, you know what I mean? Hey, yeah, how many yeah, 40 you for, times bro? 200. Yeah. Bro, yeah, it, it gets ridiculous real quick. And that's something that I don't think we even accounted for then either. That's but true, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was really the <laughs> that was the first endeavor, bro. I will never forget. But I had to go to Foot Locker because we were still working there. Bro, we were trying to shit. <laughs> we were trying to shit on Foot Locker. <laughs> we were trying to put them out of business, bro. I swear. Oh yeah. But, yeah, bro. We was <laughs> for hey, we just for to get a sneaker store and everything like, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> anyways.
0: <laughs> but
3: I remember I had to go to work. I was on his laptop because I think his laptop had the bot. So, I'm on there solving captures to my like eyes are bleeding. <laughs> because <laughs> that's part of it you have to solve the captures and that's all you're doing while the bot's trying to cook so it's just a lot of shit um and we were trying to get the uh, yellow yeezys this is when they, they were the zebra colorway but the they were frozen yellow. Yeah, yeah frozen the piss looking ones they're yeah. ugly yeah. but those so we were trying to get those solving captures till my eyes bleed bro nothing in the cart cool i have to give him his laptop back I don't know if I met him at work or gave it to him before work or whatever. I go to work, I get off, and I got a text from him, and he said,
0: <laughs>
3: I don't remember exactly what it Either. said.
0: 26 of them things. What did you say? Uh, I don't remember the text. Yeah. We had 26 of them carded, and none of them checked out, bro.
3: Why? I don't know. We don't know to this day. 26 <coughs> were carded, and none of them checked out. Bro, we would have been on our way. Could
2: you have- Paid for
3: twenty six of them at no. 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 Yeah, but you, you know you got to leverage. No, bro, your credit. leverage, overdrive, overdrive, overdrive. We are getting that bad, bro. I think they were going for like seven hundred or something. That, crazy, when they first bro. came out, yeah, they going Right crazy. now they're about four. Yeah, yeah they I yeah. Think. went, they went down, bro. I don't know what people were doing, but bro, if that would have happened, bro, I would be in a binge right now, crazy. I'm talking about self-driving cars. Do you still have that bot?
0: Somewhere, probably. Technically or is it what, no I your... stole my laptop yeah. that's oh, another thing yeah, but gotta...
2: it's not like I guess they could have changed all this stuff so but... with
0: the bot you have to have a server and the server was on the gotcha. laptop got gotcha. you and yeah they got all that shit
2: damn. yeah you can't log in,
3: no. damn yeah that was that was another tough part too
0: could
2: you theoretically put on a ledger or no it
0: was a ledger I don't know what a
2: ledger is um that's like it's like a USB stick where they hold like it's like a crypto wallet basically well it holds like uh, secure information basically could.
0: Probably good, yeah. um,
2: but a lot of people use it for like crypto wallets. Yeah. So like they'll plug it in and it's like they'll pull up all their m- money from whatever it is. Can but you run
0: something off of a ledger? Like, can you run an application off of it? I don't know. Because the bots an app.
2: I would assume so, unless I, I don't know.
0: You could probably put a bot on it, to be honest with you. Yeah, So what I'm
3: thinking. Yeah, Best Buy. He's the he's the tech guy. No, nah, I, I just I just know these buy. things. Um, but yeah, so to answer your question, I just felt like that was important. We had to, no, no, had definitely to that because that, that, that was, was interesting
1: because we've always talked about like getting, getting a bot. Mobile. Yeah, hey, yeah, don't, please. Don't. Yeah, I In might as so well just do approach. it the right way. When do, you it do the get, right is way. Is there a
2: right one that is not ten thousand dollars? No. Sheesh.
0: Maybe like five k. <laughs> yeah, he, he 5K definitely sounds, knows. Yeah,
3: five k sounds more reasonable. Though. That's definitely more just, reasonable. I will just you max a out the. Yeah, I will max out the
0: credit card. You pay five k for one pair. I'm gonna just pay resale. Oh wait,
3: five k for one pair? No, I'm you
2: saying like five k
0: to get one pair. Hell no.
2: Oh. No, I'm saying like for me to get oh. one pair of like the like every single shoe. Uh, not one shoe, obviously. Hell no, I
0: just pay resale. Five k, bro. You you're gonna to pay be pay you're gonna pay more
2: in resale than.
0: But five k in resale, that's like. That's a
1: lot of kicks. Yeah, right. depending on what you get though, but still, still a lot of that's, kicks.
3: That's, that's a lot of kicks. Well, I mean, that's it depends that's, though because some, of some shit is somewhere. Yeah. yeah exactly. But. <laughs> Yeah, no that that was part of the progression. So I mean, that ties into your question because yeah. we were just and still are just trying whatever might work to to be able to like build it all together. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think it's important doing the content because I've always told him that's that's oops that's how I got there because um I've always told him that I wanted a show like. I was heavily inspired by DJ Camero yeah. at the time, so like literally, I remember twenty seventeen. I started watching a lot of YouTube, and I was just like, "Bro, I want a show." Mm-hmm. Um, so, at one point, and this might have been before the the clothing. I'm not ex- I'm not too sure, but at one point, um, we started recording, and we have the files. <laughs> we never really. Put them anywhere. The cannon. The cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have the files. Um, He ended up making an investment into a camera um, just for us to do this stuff. And that was always like a big part of what I've always wanted to do is just be able to produce content. And I think a lot of the bigger companies at that time started understanding that content was king, but I feel like for the normal person, we didn't really understand that. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine if y'all would have started back in 2017. Bro. Like, where y'all would be now, especially with TikTok and the way everything has changed, especially with COVID, like, whoever could have put their roots in. Yeah. I mean, even people that started during COVID. Like, Drewski is one of them. Drewski is one of them. Because attention was just captivated online, but... Um, that's always something that I've wanted to do Um, so I don't ever think like I'll shy away from that but I think now it's very important too just as trying to build the brand trying to build the reach being able to sell the merch because we've always seen it as that like it's merch but we treat it like it's a clothing brand like we put our all into it it's not just something we try to slap our logo on and sell Um, so it helps with the reach but also I think Key is just like an insanely talented person when Always it comes man. to yeah, yeah. his perspective and his charisma and just his intelligence and being able to like draw inspiration and keep everything like compact yeah. and articulate it all. Fool's like, robot. It, it's really incredible what <laughs> he can do. So yeah. um, part of my mission now is just to build up a platform and stay on that consistent line yeah because um, consistency isn't one of my strong suits. Um, but I think if I can become that person, it'll help me as a person yeah. and it'll help our brand and it'll help um, him take it to where I think it can go. Because I think he's like literally as talented as any person that's been in front of a camera. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very important to do the UFC stuff like I'm getting into the sport, but he really loves the sport. And I think it's a great blend because it helps me learn. And it showcases that this guy is like really talented and knows his shit. Yeah. I was
2: gonna ask you what got you into UFC?
3: Uh Connor McGregor. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean the same. he's he and he Connors. got the he got me casually. You get
2: me into UFC. I said and Oh,
1: I'll like, you, said, like no. you got me into it.
3: Uh it was it was actually a culmination. So is, like what got my eyes on the sport. And then uh watching more Joe Rogan, <laughs> he naturally talked about it. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then just As I gave it a try, I liked it. Like, it's a dope sport, and it's it's better than boxing, even though it's getting very boxing esque. With in what way? Oh, we could go a whole hour on this, Um, but in short, I think the little gambling scandal.
2: But it's only one person, though.
3: That's what they're saying. I but, think it actually is only one person. Yeah, but they, had, There's, but they had weird instances with the fighters and people calling exactly what happened and that one person moving lines for betting. For sure. Which is, to me, that's just one person, but the reach looks like it's way more than one person. Yeah. Um, and then the way the judging is, I'm not rocking with that. The,
2: the judging is something I've always, I've never yeah. liked it. I. I, I it should not be like a sport like <laughs> boxing i think it needs to have they need to have their own um scoring system because you just like 10 9 rounds are just should not be a thing um in ufc if someone just literally dominates around like that uh darren till and uh drake do places mm-hmm. the first round is not a 10, 10 9 or 10 8 round it's like a 10 7. Mm-hmm. he got dominated yeah he did so like, he came back a little bit he, in the first and, round yeah i mean yeah, like a did. minute he, left yeah he did get uh, it, a minute A
3: minute in but, UFC time but, boy yeah, that's a lifetime yeah,
2: yeah. it is uh, but yeah they need to have now. more like 10 7s 10, uh, 10 8s more than like 10 9s cuz it's just it just doesn't make sense for um, sure but
3: and and they need like set criteria on what that actually looks like like what can get you a 10 7 and what can get you a 10 8 cuz a lot of those rounds especially this last event should have been 10 8 and like how uh in the the Anklev fight
2: mm-hmm.
3: when Yuri was or not Yuri uh Jan. Yon was just on the ground the whole time. That is domination. That's ten yeah. eight.
2: So now, now they're the- well, no, now they're going away from like I control think the time. D- control time on the ground. Like damage you actually damage. have to do stuff on the ground for you to score points, rather than just sit on top of somebody and you're not really scoring points there because you're just not really doing anything. So they're I know they're trying to do that now, but that's wrestling. Um, yeah oh well, I, mean, I know it's
3: ufc and mma but like well mma is, is yeah little, it's mixed martial arts yeah and you so can, if i can wrestle you and hold you down that's my mixed martial art for sure but uh, I, I i see why they would want damage to happen yeah they
2: just it, it's i think it's more for the audience than anything yeah um, uh, if but,
3: it's more for the audience than then then give a winner to the damn title fight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bro that had me so mad bro he, I want, like, did you I watch cannot, the post fight no, we're going on a we're going on a I, run I here, watching but uh, I'm not watching Dana White said
2: the 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 uh, the uh, final fight, whatever the main. main he, he said main it event. was. He not not said, a good that he, fight. Uh, yeah, he said that it sucked.
3: It was a good fight, to me. It was better than the Patty fight. That's for sure. the The main event was a good fight, because it looked like. It looked like I think uh, of
2: what it should have been versus what it was is two different things Oh, sure <laughs> and that's why he said it sucked and especially like having to replace it with the yawn I mean with the Yuri and Glober fight after what the Yuri and Glober fight was the For first sure. time I think that's why he said because the expectations were supposed to be up there yeah and the fight it was a good fight it just wasn't exciting like that like there was there was nothing like he was just throwing leg kicks second and third round, leg kicks second and third round. He got hurt. Yeah, nobody gonna... really got knocked down. The yeah. first the first round, nobody really like. There was just no, no yeah. true excitement in it. But like as a uh, love of the sport, as an avid watcher of the sport, it was still a good fight because of like everything that went on in the fight. But so many new people are coming to UFC where they want to see the finishes, they want to see the submissions, they want to see the the knockouts mm-hmm. stuff like that. So there are people like, oh, it's not a good fight because that didn't happen. And they're getting blessed because the prelims and a few fights before that. Yeah, that were great uh, fights. Yeah, yeah. finishes, and their own knockouts. Finishes, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, the thing about that fight too is he almost got TKO'd off leg kicks. Yeah. Like he could barely stand up, and then he came back to what it looked like to me win the fight. He at least showed championship heart. Yeah. So to not crown a winner after like what did he just battle for? And then <sighs> and then they give the title fight immediately. You know he doesn't book matches on Saturday except this past Saturday.
2: But I think like I told you, I think it's because they both didn't fight. Nah, fuck that. They both didn't fight. And it's just hard to have a non champion for that long of a layoff.
3: Yeah, that's why they should have given somebody the damn belt that night. A tie, bro?
2: That's not that's not Dana's fault though. Yeah, it's not. Like he he, yeah, he literally cannot prevent that. Yeah, it's not. But, like, I but that, I think that's why they did it because you can't turn around and have Jan or um Magomed literally fight in January for sure. And Glover was already gonna fight in January, so it makes sense that be another another. And <laughs> uh, Anthony Smith lost his last fight, and uh, Homeboy won his last fight,
3: yeah. So, they, yeah,
2: so I mean, it just makes sense because there's no technically champion, so it's literally one, two, and three, four, five, problem. six, seven.
3: That's that's the boxing to me, that's the problem. But you
2: can't like fuck what happened though. No, like he like he fucked up his shoulder. You can't. I mean, it 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 happens. No, I'm I'm
3: not talking about none of that. I'm talking about the tie. The tie is the problem. Him him stripping the belt and all that. You can't. You can't.
2: But you can't take the tie and Mm. put that with the UFC. I have to. You. Sure, when, you have cause, to. Because when but, I
3: when I when I went to the go but the judges watch, have nothing to do nah, with it though. At, when I went to go watch <laughs> the fight, I wasn't watching nothing else but the UFC 282. For sure. For sure. So they have to. They the UFC has to figure out something with those judges, like whether it's a better screening process. The thing or is, you have to go criteria. to every
2: single state and figure out something with the go judges. Ahead, That's the got, problem. You
3: got a lot of money and you travel a lot. You can do it.
2: Yeah, probably easier said than done For sure For
3: sure I don't care if it's hard It was hard Watching <laughs> that shit And a tie coming out of it Oh absolutely I went to bed just Oh I, I told you It ruined the whole card for me Both bro. of those
2: fights Yeah it should have Both of yeah. those fights Ruined the whole card for me It was a great card Until Man, that those happened
3: Both judging issues Yeah That's terrible
2: it was horrible. bro It was horrible I, I don't know um, I'm
3: getting robbed. i think thinking about it. What was the... What are we on?
1: That's
2: the mean, last that was, question. Oh, okay. that, that, um, Yeah. Oh, I mean, that, we, we started talking about you and I asked you what got you into <laughs> UFC and it was, it was oh, a yeah, mixture yeah, of that. Yeah. So after, I guess, getting into the UFC and all that, would you ever consider, like, not necessarily going into a fight, but, like, training that type of stuff, whether if it's Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, uh, Krav Magal, any of it?
3: <laughs> yeah. So I've... I've uh, I think about this quite often, actually. Probably every time that I consume MMA media, I think, like, okay, what would that look like? Um, for sure, I would do jiu-jitsu. Like, that's a for sure. Straight um, or
2: Brazilian? Like, regular jiu-jitsu or Brazilian jiu-jitsu? No gi. Either way. No one, gi? Like, I,
3: I'm cool with either one no as long gi. as there's no, no gi. No gi. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't know. <laughs> nah. Why no are we gi. bringing it?
3: Bro, I saw the first time I ever, like, just Googled a jiu-jitsu fight, they had a gi, and I was like... It's
2: it's like, Just wearing a robe? It just... For what? It's...
3: Nah, people getting choked out from the little yeah. Nah, I mean, f- it's just
2: part of the game. But I mean, that's just how nah. it was. That's how it started. I mean, it just nah, that's not true part of, of the art culture
3: Well, that's that's true art. Yeah, that for not sure, sure. Like, if you could get but, cho- if yeah. you could choke somebody, out with their yeah. own gi... But hey. that's like he, when the fighting should just be like yeah. we shouldn't add all the extra stuff unless it's for protection. Um, but I would definitely do jujitsu. I would spar a lot of other stuff, but I don't know if because I know like in Muay Thai and. Um, some other forms they do like light sparring so mm-hmm. somebody's not trying to knock you out i'd be cool with that but as soon as someone really trying to put bruises on me i'm cool no nah,
2: yeah, cool. one i don't know if it ever happened but albert and i've always talked about uh rolling um mm-hmm. but uh no, obviously it's expensive um but in mexico
3: it's cheap uh,
2: <laughs> we got some we might have some stuff in the works okay um We've always wanted to do uh, like because we used to do it a while ago, mm-hmm. um, like like six years ago. But we want to get back into it. He's done it more than me. Yeah, but, he
3: put uh, this dude um, like early in the morning before football practice. Like slammed. Like it took him. A f- it took Albert a few attempts to get into his locker, and then uh, <laughs> as soon as he opened it up, dude slammed it <laughs> and he put him to sleep. Damn. Yeah. When was this? The, Fresh what was that, was that? What the fuck? That was. I I, it was that. sophomore year. Yeah. It was sophomore yeah. year. Yeah, so no. I don't know if he knew stuff then, but he knew it enough. It couldn't have
2: been sophomore year. You didn't, you didn't play football sophomore year.
3: Yeah, I know. I wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> oh. When was that? I know exactly. Wait, yeah.
2: that was in the afternoon then. because I remember. Yeah, when, that's when we all used to go to the... Literally, night. me, him, Albert, I think Devin, too, we're all in the same Prob- bay. Yeah, probably, yeah.
1: Like, all, like, also, in that corner. Yeah, we're yeah.
2: just all in the same bay. <laughs> um, but no, we... Uh, I at least want to fight once.
3: You want to fight like yeah. a beat yeah i met someone that said he was like doing the amateur ufc thing and um uh like a trained kickboxer like i think he tried to like dude tried to like i don't know turn and kind of and the dude kicked him right in the kidney oh yeah and it's he not was fun. pissing blood for like three weeks and yeah. he, he said he just woke up in a hospital like he couldn't walk or anything and when he said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is fighting. Hey. Like that that triggered. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I used to think I could do something. Like, no, no, nah. I at least I'm wanted
2: good. like well, just one. I, I don't even care if I get knocked out. At least I went in there and just did it. You know, I just once.
3: Well, humans are supposed to be able to fight. So true. Yeah, um, that'd be cool.
2: Plans twenty twenty three. You have any?
0: Build the brand. Put out some good merch. Stay consistent. Has some more consistency for sure.
2: Um, what does that l- consistency look like for y'all?
0: More posts, um, the merchandise, the quality you'll be able to tell. Um, that's really it. Consistency being the post and the, the quality of the merch for sure.
3: Yeah, it's very possible that the brand mm, takes a different direction. Um, of course, still building, still sticking true to everything that we built. Um, but it's definitely possible that we just shift focus. So I think this coming year is going to be a, a really big year for us. Um, I know it's going to be a big year for y'all, which I'm excited All to see. All of us. We're going to do stuff together. For sure. Yeah. I'm definitely ready for some yeah. of the IRL stuff. Yeah. i um, got to get that boy back in the cages. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, he ain't ready, bro. Yeah. I, I know. Whatever. I know. He thinks he is. Yeah. No, he's You're not. You're not ready for the
1: other challenges. Yeah. Bro. But...
3: Um, I think I fare the best, low key. Every, anyways. Yeah, that But, um, yeah, I think, like, I mean, some of the stuff I've touched on in here, I think, we just pour a little more focus into certain areas. Yeah. Then it'll it'll go organically and it'll be good. From the concrete.
2: From the concrete, From the concrete. Um, before we wrap this thing up, y'all have anything for us?
3: Yeah. Yeah. What are y'all's? What are y'all's plans for 2023? What what would y'all like to see happen? Uh, a lot. I mean,
1: just a few things. Obviously, drop opinionated threads and do our clothing, you know, do purposeful stuff. But, you know, we're creators, so, do you know, creative pieces, not really, that's not really a focus for us. It's just, We know, it's important. And then more, like you said, IRL videos, challenge videos, and then just do more polished productions, like... We've been doing it for four years, going, like, going on four years, whatever. So, polish podcasts, polish productions, doing additional forms of content, music, whatever. But it looking like you watch a video from a media and you're like, yeah, that's top tier. Like, that's what I'd see at a channel with like 500,000 or a million subs. We want it to be like that next year, just because I feel like that's the direction we need to go in. Like, just
2: no more bullshit and really. Yeah, at for me. I mean, same thing what he said. And then, um, getting more gear so we can be like that uh, I mean the main thing that we gotta get is, a, is another camera for sure uh, we want that third angle still and then just the better the camera the better the content's gonna look even outside doing the R- IRL stuff and I definitely wanna do more IRL stuff this coming up year than what we did last year and last year it was it was cool it was fun and it was it was a cool experience and it was something different for us um, but I think after us doing that it showed us that we can do it um, with no problem. So we just kind of proved that to ourselves. So I think going into next year, no matter what it is, IRL, it's going to be something that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah,
1: being more planned and calculated. Like yeah, planning stuff out three, four months in advance so we know how to get there and not just being like, oh, let's do this idea and just shooting content to just shoot it. Now we need to be like purposeful
2: what we're doing and to then, where it make it's helping um, us grow. I guess on the business side, just being more business structured and oriented um from all four of us me albert cam and cj uh the meetings uh the merch the videos um just start taking the correct steps to be able to grow it and um, be better than we were even last month
3: yeah, yeah. well uh i have a couple of questions yeah, for before we wrap up too uh one of the things i've noticed is that this year, y'all really made a push to be consistent, yeah, and like flood the algorithms like yeah. everywhere. Um, adding additional shows, adding additional segments, creative ideas, opinionated threads is popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, PCT. Mm-hmm. How have y'all been able to stay on track and stay motivated? Um, because I know being on the creative side, having made yeah. content myself, like. Mm-hmm. That can be a lot, especially yeah. um, once you've done it for two, three weeks, a couple months. Like at some point, you get tired of and doing it because it really does feel like a job. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have, you don't always have the results right there in front of yeah. you. So, how, how do y'all stay um, on the path and, and keep pushing forward? I think for
2: me, for you, me, um, for you I don't know if it's just you or if it's y'all two, but either way, it's, just, it's either you or it's just y'all two. For us, we have a whole team that we can draw ideas from to stay creative, just to do different stuff. Um, they could say one thing, and they can be like, oh, uh, well, I can do that with that one thing. Or you can just say a name, and it just stick. Um, and then Albert's not going to stop. CJ's not going to stop. Why should we stop? You know. So it's like if we stop they're just gonna keep going. So that's just kind of the, the motivating um, factor behind it, is just everybody just kind of pushes each other. Um, and then everybody's also in their way doing their own thing. And that's also what's keeping the drive going for everybody else. Yeah, the piggyback off of that,
1: I'd say like how we had those meetings earlier in the year and like the synergy of everybody, you know, being here and lately, I mean, they shoot on Tuesdays or shoot on Wednesdays. So there's always people over here doing the same type of stuff. CJ moving in helped a lot just because he's doing stuff. So, like, he said, why would we not do anything? Albert kind of gave us that push into doing it
2: fully. I would say, like, Albert's probably, Albert and, Albert's probably the biggest reason because if it wasn't for him to, like, basically saying I'm not editing anything anymore, I don't think we would be anywhere close to where we're at. And that also forced us to, like, edit and then come up with videos because if we just edited that, then it was just, like, that was it. So I think we're doing that.
3: How appreciative are y'all for, because I mean, everything kind of happens for a reason. How appreciative are y'all for that? Because it's one thing to be the on-camera talent, but especially when you're bootstrapping and you're starting up, like having those skills that you can then go take somewhere else and Mm -hmm. use it productively, whether that's helping out someone else Mm -hmm. or teaching someone else, like how appreciative are y'all for that? Because I'm sure at the moment that wasn't easy to take in. Go ahead.
1: Well, Honestly, just before, like, still, like, talking about the last question, like, I don't know, I'm just competitive as shit. Like, you've always known that my whole life. And just seeing other people do stuff, like, I'm not going to let them pass me or, like, pass us or whatever. I'm going to, like, push to beat them out or whatever. So just doing honestly. the content. <laughs> so just doing the content, being productive, grinding, and, like, there's making no excuses. I mean, we've spent so much money on all of it. It was just like, bro. We just got to do something. Like I'm not gonna make excuses. We we've been talking about us not growing forever, and we're not also doing what we need to be doing. Like I can at least say this year. Like I did the whole year without making an excuse. Like I Regardless, I just got the shit done because that's just what you got to do. Not for real. Like
0: <laughs> this is what you got to do.
1: And then and then <laughs> and then uh um and then yeah. Just Albert was just such a big like push for us because. I mean, it just forced me and Carlos to learn how to edit, to do different stuff. I mean, helping Steve do keep it a buck and then also helping PCT when they first started and then helping Cat shoot like Cat's Kitchen and just doing different stuff. I like had to learn how to use a camera. Going to San Diego specifically was like important for me because that's when I really started using a camera, like taking photos, videos, like all that video that we made of the trip was all from us. Me, Carlos, CJ, and Alex Recording everything and Albert putting it together without even being there. So the fact that we were able to create that just from us getting the shots and it looking good was impressive for us. And I was like, you know, we can do this. And also just like competing with Albert, I'm like, I'm not gonna let him just do like not do it and we don't do it. You know what I mean? So, but it's all good. It's like all all good competition because we all just push each other in the right direction. So,
2: um, but to answer your question, it was definitely a hard conversation to have at that time. uh, Cause it, it, I could only imagine for Albert, it just seemed like us two were attacking him. Um, So it was basically two against one thing. Um, But at the end of the day, we all know what we want. We all know where we want to be and we all know what we want for each other. So, I mean, you just take it with a grain of salt and you're like, he wants what's best for me. I want what's best for him. And he's not saying this just to say it. He wants us to do it so we can learn for ourselves. And uh, I mean, I really appreciate it. I mean, I, I I don't think him or I would be anywhere we're at um, for him camera wise and editing wise and for me editing wise, um, if it wasn't for that conversation. Yeah, I, th- I really think like him him telling us that
1: really just made us be like, damn, we gotta do it. and. You know, it was just one of those things where I think the more we did the content this year, the more he's wanting to help and like help us push and stuff because he's seeing that we can do so much without him. And if now he's like, oh, I get more involved, where can we take this? So I think that was like good for him to see it. And even for him, he was like, y'all are doing all this stuff without me. Like, I shouldn't make an excuse either for myself. So it was just cool. Like, it was definitely one of those things that were needed because we were kind of stagnant and somebody kind of needed to make a shift. And that's what happened. So this yeah.
3: year yeah the, the road to success is always windy and mm. obstacles are really you know just things that'll sharpen up your driving skills right mm, for sure yeah. Um, so yeah I know we've had our fair share of obstacles and uh, kind of a come to Jesus moment in terms of something you said that was very important was about excuses like mm. I think when Final Few came about that was one thing that we really channeled like fucking excuses, not on anybody else if we win or if we lose, that's on us. Yeah. So we we are in co- complete control of what happens. And if anything does pop up, we have to ask ourselves, you know, how do we handle that? How do we make yeah. sure it doesn't happen again? How yeah. do we get better? Yeah. Um, so that was very important. Um, and that's great to hear that you guys uh, weathered the storm and still continue to. I guess my last question too is, you know, what does opinionated mean to you guys? Go ahead. You go. Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. go oh, of you um, Yeah, both of y'all. <coughs> it answer. means a lot.
2: I mean, it it. Think about his answer. Nah, nah. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, it means a lot. I mean, essentially, it's, it's it's my baby. I mean, we. I've been not necessarily opinionated, but I've been wanting to do this since high school, um, and then since like my senior year, I've wanted to do like podcasting, and now it just kind of turned more into that uh, than that. But I've wanted to do at least some sort of media since high school. and um, Not
3: to cut you off, but what took you so long? And I don't uh, mean that as a dig, yeah, but yeah, I know no, everyone no. goes um, to that.
2: For one, I wanted to do a podcast, but never like really acted on it my senior year. I, I really talked I anything, talked about it. I understood, too, all and, what all it takes. And also. then that as well. And then two, um, I mentioned it to him, and then we both got on board by that time. was already gone in college so at the same time we knew that we didn't want to put anything out that's half-assed and we didn't want to be inconsistent um and then we didn't want to have it to be like um like a video call on like i mean college internet isn't the best and it just be like buffering and grainy or like not coming through clear stuff like that yeah um so just a lot of stuff that like put it on hold but at the same time just because like it was on hold, not being done, doesn't mean it wasn't getting talked about or ideas weren't coming in. Yeah. So I mean, I think it was probably his junior year, maybe, is when we finally came up with the name Opinionated.
1: Yeah, and then we started really planning, like my senior year, like figuring yeah. stuff out, kind of researching equipment, and then once we, once I came back from school and got a job, like it, we started saving and get starting to get
3: the stuff. And Got into the little uh, into, theater room. Yeah, I mean, even
1: but that's another thing. Like the people, the people don't know, don't. like me, you, and me, you, and Key. We're in the theater room trying to figure shit out and for Mike's content. Teamwork. Didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Even us, like we have a video on the laptop. It's me, you, Dev, yeah. Meeks, Key. You know, an essay. So it's always been there. It's just you know, we're not. We weren't really all the way dialed in yet. Not all we locked in. is like, oh, let's do it. Why not? But um, you know, and to answer your question, what opinion means to me is just you know, it's just so much more than that. Like it's just a lot of dedication, time, energy. Nights where I had slept two hours a lot.
3: The Stephen A. Smith of opinionated, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: Nah, nah, nah. I mean, just, just try. And there's no one who I'm doing it for. Like, when I'm tired or I don't want to do something or make an excuse or don't want to shoot that video by myself or whatever, It's I know it's a long-term goal. Like, putting in that work laying down this foundation when I'm 30 or when I can create other people's dreams come true, like CNCJ CJ and PCT and, like, how much they've grown this year us helping them out and even steve like with his struggles because Car- albert said to me and steve he's like how many people's dreams are you not making come true by not chasing yours because it's true there's people that just want to edit see what i just want to shoot, shoot with the camera shoot i just want to market, and i and we could provide that for them so that's that's really why or what it means to me and like getting to that so uh,
2: yeah okay. and then i mean also to finish mine mm-hmm. off like Big thing for me is, like I said earlier, family. I mean, none of this, I wouldn't say it wouldn't be possible, but a lot of this is driven just by the family that we have, the family that we created, um, the memories that we've all made, even through our own individual shows. Me, me and him with 54 Yards, uh, <coughs> PCT, beautiful Montezay, Albert show, and then us just being all here at once, just having fun, not even recording, just with each other and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the family just... When you hear when we hear opinionated, we think of Lon, we think of Steve, we think of uh, Zay, we think of Albert, just all those people. Because it's not just sure me, Cam, and CJ and Albert are all in the LLC and it's, we own it, but it's more than just us four. It's 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 a whole family, and that's um, one big thing that that um, like I said, it just that's what always keeps me going and drives me as well. Because um, if like he said, if I don't do this, I'm not just letting me down. I'm not just letting Cam down. I'm letting the whole family down. Yep. Yep. But, well hey, thank you all again taking the time out of y'all's day. Um, I, I don't know if you have to drive back to Dallas or not or if you're staying here and whatnot. But, again, I appreciate you um, coming yeah, down. Yeah, Pharrell, that means, shit a lot. means a lot, bro. Uh, this, is, right. this has been a long one in the making. I just – it's been getting pushback, pushback, pushback. Have a day, then push it again. But it's hey, we finally did it. We're finally here, and it was it was a great one. I appreciate y'all, boys, and means a lot for y'all to come on the show and and show y'all's y'all's uh, beautiful brand y'all got going on. Yeah, and I hope I hope we you know if anything we can do to help
1: y'all out for his content, helping y'all shoot stuff. I mean, I've already talked to you about even for your business. Just let us know, and then I hope. That we were able to, you know, maybe ask y'all some questions that might have provided some, you know, information for y'all to help y'all out, help y'all's business grow. So,
3: yeah, thanks for having us. It was fun sharing our story and being able to connect with you guys. And um, yeah, it was really fun, insightful. It's good to learn about you guys. Um, I know a lot, but I mean, even hearing you guys profess it on a, a public platform is dope. Yeah, um, and share that moment with us, and to get to watch y'all and, and be in this environment is great. Um, so yeah, had tons of fun. Can't wait to do it again because it will happen again. It will you know, for sure happen Absolutely. again. Got to be an annual thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And thanks for getting this guy with me, man. He's elusive. He's <laughs> hey, hey I'm glad you got him. Got him down here, for <laughs> real. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm for real. I'm glad you came. Yeah. It was, it was, it was fun. Um. They can find you where? Socials?
0: Uh, Instagram dmarquezi. Uh, put it on the video. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna put DMarqueasy on the video. With the underscore.
3: Twitter's the same thing. I said, that's my social For you. King Battle underscore, bot with bash, with that whichever one you're preferring. Um, yeah, that's me.
2: And then we'll put the website down and below and then on the video as well. Uh
1: most
3: most importantly, final few underscore. And li-
1: one last thing. Uh when when do y'all think are dropping again? Or you can't say that.
0: When are we dropping again?
1: What do you want us to drop? I don't know, y'all tell y'all tell us. I don't know. Depends S- on what. Something for the summer.
3: I'll Let me just say that. Oh, okay. Well, we have some time then. I, I would <laughs> say uh, oh, we're dropping. It just depends on what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, cause content loading for sure. Good. Might be loading as we speak. Good. And then um, clothing. <coughs> just stay tuned. We we try to every quarter if you can if you can add it up. It's yeah. coming up soon. You know.
0: Yeah.
2: Facts. Yeah. Still waiting on that uh, funnel few three quarter sleeve.
3: Oh, like the baseball shirt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You want a baseball
2: shirt? You know, like the three quarter sleeves, like the baseball. No, shirt. He knows. Family, <laughs> family, and friends coming soon. We'll yeah. do, we'll do some collabs for
1: sure. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's. I think that's one thing we want to get, get together too, and yeah. do some fam, friends and family type stuff. So.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, but that'll do it for another episode. Y'all make sure y'all go show them love. Their family we've been rocking them for a minute. Um, go buy one of their pieces if they're not sold out. Um, hey, but if they are, don't be late next time. Um, But that'll do it for your boys over here at Opinionated. We'll catch y'all guys next time. Peace. Peace.